Sorry, we've been kind of uh, quiet lately. Um, I'm Scott. I'm um, Nick. And we and join us is Chad, the basically the Walt Disney of Whimsyland. Um, <laughs> I, I tried re- I tried recording with him last week. It went really well, and then for some reason, my voice did not get recorded. So, uh, the kind of his heart, he decided to come back and hang out with us. And we're so stoked to have you back. Thank you, Chad, so so much. Hey guys, thank you for having me again. Uh, it's good to be here. Thank you. Absolutely, yes. our pleasure. I I didn't realize how much goes into recording, and Nick, I appreciate <laughs> you a thousand percent more for what you have to go through because <laughs> shit is not easy. It's so not. You it's are you are a wonderful human being. So thank you for what you do. Absolutely. Look, guys, right. has like a legendary lost episode, and I'm proud <laughs> to be part of yours. It, it is so. It is so lost that if you listen to it, there's a one-sided conversation of just you answering nothing. <laughs> Nobody needs like, to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 in, it's there. It's there. But like, <laughs> yeah, it was. I was so mad when I went back to play, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I I reached out from Nate from the demo. Like, Nate, what did I do wrong? He goes, "Oh, you did this." I'm like, "Oh god!" <laughs> well, life is a learning experience. I'm like, you know. I got. Yeah, I was like, Julie, how do I tell Chad that I lost it? He wants to know one thing and I go up. I'm like, what do I tell him? And she's like, just be honest. He seems like a very nice guy. I'm like, okay. And, and here you are again. And I'm so grateful that you're back. Well, listen, I'm always happy to blab on about myself. So oh, yes. happy to be here. All right. Well, so the questions the listeners didn't get to hear, let's kick it off. So right. tell us, tell me again, because uh, I love it, your your idea behind Whimsyland. Because like you, when you told me, you actually aren't on the album. Yeah, I mean, uh, bits and pieces here. I do the intro, but, um, you know, uh, basically it started, the way the project started was with a couple of songs, and I said to myself, if I get up to, like, five or six songs, maybe I'll, like, refine these shitty uh, garage band demos and throw this on Bandcamp, you know, just for fun. And then before I knew it, I had 14 songs and I was really proud of them. So I sort of thought these, I, I don't want to ruin these songs with like me singing them. So I started to reach out to people and it went way better than expected. Well, that's that's awesome. That, yeah, it is awesome. And how did you, like, so when you came to finding the band, how did you figure out who to reach out to and how did you figure how to set this up and get everybody on board? Like how, that must have been a lot of work. Uh, well, the core band wasn't a lot of work because it's like some of my best friends, all local people who I've, you know, done music with before or just am good friends with. You know, the core band is Graf Madden, uh, Andy Conway, Mikey Erg, Chris Grivett. And uh, my friend Charles Borkus, who I was in the band The Shy Guys with, playing uh, keyboards. So those are all my, you know, good friends. So that was easy. 
everybody was really into the idea, or at least said they were at first, and then I hope later actually got into it. And, uh, you know, the core band was easy. It, you know, then I had to find people to do the all the vocals, and, you know, that, that took some time. It was kind of hard to coordinate and organize, but everybody was so awesome and supportive and generous and uh it came out great oh fuck yeah i love it it's it's one of my favorites it's so great (laughs) i mean i told you this before but when i put it on and i hear you know uh frankenstein silver mine and i hear oatmeal cookie land and i hear volcano valley rally and you close your eyes. You can you can kind of picture what those rides are like. I thought and, a lot and, about them. Yeah, yeah, and like it's, 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 you can just, it's it's not only musically like pleasing, but like you can kind of get the the visuals if you really like just just listen to it. That's, um, and you're you're kind of taken there, which is a fucking cool concept, dude. That like I'm really uh, happy to hear that. Uh, really gratifying because that was kind of the goal, you know, like. This idea originated with, uh, you know, me listening to the great Disneyland theme songs like It's a Small World and Grim Grinning Ghosts and all these great songs, most of them by the Sherman Brothers, who composed a lot of that music. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and then I would listen to other fake, uh, like, parody theme park songs like from the simpsons duff beer for me duff beer for you so my goal was to like these are the songs you hear as you're on the ride and uh you know it's good to hear it kind of worked <laughs> oh my god it's great I, I love yeah it really so is. Much. thank you guys it's, so how did you have this idea to yeah that's what i was gonna ask i'm gonna <laughs> sit down i'm gonna write a bunch of songs about a theme park <laughs> and i'm gonna make it my own how did you not only like, I guess not find the time, but what was like the be- the, the beginning of it all? Like, what where, where did it start? Because that's an interesting idea, especially well, you, for like a pop punk album too. To make it pop punk is like, oh, that's really like who would have thought like that that works so fucking well together. Well, you said how'd you find the time? I mean, that part was easy because we all had a lot of time, right? Like in the past few years. Um, oh yeah. You know, that's COVID, like uh, lockdown, a lot of time at home. Um, And at at the beginning of the pandemic, I began cohabitating with Grath Madden. Just circumstances led to that. Um, And him being here. Now, at the time, I hadn't touched a guitar in like 10 years. Like the last short attention, the second short attention record is the last time I did anything musical. And that shit is, I think, like 2010 or maybe even earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, us two together, we had a bunch of gear. We had um, garage band and all this stuff. So I just started messing around with music again for the first time in forever. Started writing songs, started working on uh, like little musical projects here and there. Now, at the same time, the other part of the story is that uh, I had booked a trip to go to Disneyland in April of 2020 was when that trip was supposed to happen. And obviously I had to cancel it 
because no one could go anywhere by April of 2020. And I just, you know, was like left really frustrated. And as a result, like I, my lifelong fascination with theme parks kind of kicked into like midlife crisis overdrive during the pandemic. I started like reading books, like every theme park book I could get, watching YouTube videos all day long and became like really enamored with like these things from like a historical, almost academic perspective, which was all I could do because I couldn't fucking go. So, you know, those two things sort of converged and I started writing these songs uh, to sort of let off the steam and, uh, you know, this was the result. That's that's amazing. I love it so much. I can't get. I can't. I can't not like just put a smile face when I hear any of the songs. Um, it's 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 so good. I can't <laughs> get over you. it. It's, it's it's awesome. It's it's a wonderful concept. It's it's something that like I share with people, even though they don't like pop punk music. I'm like, just give this a try because if you like Disney, that like, you're, gar- you're guaranteed to find one song you're gonna like one of those two over and over again. That's like uh, the greatest compliment I could get, honestly, because like I said, my inspiration for this was like as much pop punk. I mean, obviously it's a pop punk record, you know, very much so. But like, you know, also the Sherman Brothers and all these great classic Disney songs were equally part of the inspiration, uh, just sort of put through like a lookout records filter, you know? Sure, so like sure. if people who are not necessarily pop punk people but are into theme parks or Disney can get behind the record. Then I know I've done what I, you know, I've achieved my goal and it seems to be the case. So I'm very yeah. happy. I have a coworker who uh, is very, not much into my music whatsoever, but she's very into Disney. I was like, I was like, I know, I know what you're going to say. I'm like, just give it a try. And she, she enjoyed it. She's like, it was a really cool concept. And, Oh, that's and, great. Yeah, and like we went back to that Princess Hatchery song. Like, listen to that song because it's my favorite on the album. <laughs> Thank and you. Because it's it's not real. It's it's <coughs> it's just a beautiful song. And she, I, I do like that. And I was like, yeah, awesome. See, it, it's it's great. Like any anyone can like everyone should love it. At least what you know to find some sort of you know pleasure in listening to it, like I do. I'm so grateful for that. That's really great to hear. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, we gotta talk about the cover art. Okay, I mean, Jesus, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's, I've you, never seen you. the cover. I'm so comfortable. Like, it is so cool to see a fucking theme park art cover album like that. Like, it's so planned out, really it, well. You know, it it was that art was created by an 18 year old art student named Penelope uh, Persephone Huffman who is uh, the daughter of Chad and Jessa Huffman. Uh, Chad was in the band The Wallies. And he reached out to me because he'd heard I was looking for someone to do this kind of like vintage theme park art. And he recommended his daughter. And uh, I worked with her for back and forth with ideas. And, uh, you know the results speak for themselves. I mean, they're amazing. She's amazing. You know, I couldn't be happier with it. I can't take a lot of credit for that cover art. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I'm very happy. It's, it's, yeah, uh, it really did come out amazing. 
Yeah. You know, if you're listening, awesome job. You know, it did amazing work. Kudos. Yeah, it really brings everything to life. And, uh, you know, I, I'm really, I really got lucky with her. So when we stopped recording last week and we were on a time crunch, I want to ask you about the album and the park itself. Would you mind going through a little rundown of <laughs> of the Whimsyland album about the about the park? If if you if you want, because I am so intrigued in this. I As you can know, imagine, like, what, I would love to. <laughs> yeah, what your layout what your layout is. Because like, I wanted to do that last week, but I didn't want you to cut you off of time and I feel like this would be a great time to see the, the layout of Whimsyland in your <laughs> eyes as far as like, okay, where is Oatmeal Cookie Land, where is, you know, where's the King of My Rally? Where is, you know, the uh, Swanee Swamp? Where's, you know, Turtle Cacum? Like, I just want to know all of that. Well, it's laid out pretty well on that map. I mean, I, I, it's, it's very, I mean, obviously, you look at that map, it is Disneyland. It's, uh-huh. it's just like classic Disneyland. You know, I made some very self-conscious changes, like, uh, you know, I swapped Tomorrowland and Adventureland left and right, <laughs> just uh-huh. just because why not? Um, and I sort of uh, I made Frontierland horror themed, uh, you know. But it's basically Disneyland. Uh, you know, this this album is very much based on early, you know, Walt Disney's Disneyland, and uh, you know. I didn't feel a need to get too creative with the layout of the park because mm-hmm. the perfect model already exists. So I'm just yeah. sort of emulating that for the most part. I mean, it's kind of hard not to get pretty to Walt Disney in this scenario just because, <laughs> like, this is your brainchild and you had your friends help you create this, like, land that you that you, that you imagine. Like, that's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could not be more grateful for everyone who stepped up and, uh, you know, unlike... Uh, the employees of Walt Disney, they did not get paid or anything. So, you know, um, everybody was very generous with their time and their talent and uh, very enthusiastic to uh, be a part of it. Though, like, prior to this album, it's not like I have some track history. Um, You know, like, I was sort of un- unproven as a songwriter, even as until this album came out, and people were just so nice, so great, and um, yeah, I, I they're the ones who made the, you know, all the different people who participated. But you, you had the ideas though, like you said, I want to do this, and you you brought this to life, and it's so cool to have people that in your life that are great, such such great friends with. Be on board with this cool project. Yeah, you know, I'm I, very I, lucky. We didn't know. I didn't know how much I needed Whimsyland until I heard Whimsyland. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I saw people posting on, you know, the dummy room and on Facebook about this. I'm like, what is this? Everyone's raving about it. I'm, like, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to go in blindly and I'm going to buy it. And then I fucking bought it and I heard it and I can't stop listening to it. Oh, uh, that's like, awesome. Thank you so much it's, for it's, doing it's, that. It's in my rotation stay constantly um it's just it's solid began to end uh when you end with a fireworks show that's a that's an amazing song it like it it's kind of like it's like a heartwarming like uh ending and i I, I think there's something part of it brings a tear to my eye uh it's just so beautiful (laughs) 
A good he portrays just like it's 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 I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it just portrays my, like a my really goal with great that last song was story. I was trying to make people like me cry. <laughs> that was my intention with that last song. Like there's a, well, I think you succeeded with people, Scott. <laughs> thank you. It sounds like it, and that makes me very happy. <laughs> only a few Thanks. people will cry over, like, uh, it, hey, it's closing time at the theme park. <laughs> but, you know, I would. So I wanted that song goes out to everyone else who gets teary-eyed at the fireworks. Well, it's not just that, but you, like, that's every Disney movie that you just captured because every Disney uh-huh. movie somehow will make me shed a tear. Uh-huh. Whether it's intentional or not, um, <laughs> yep. so so you, you succeeded. No, I like oh when I watch Disney movies, I almost like start pre crying in anticipation before the, well, the sad part even happens. Well, now I'm, now I'm my body ask. is ready. <laughs> well, now you're making me ask, what that one Disney movie that that that, uh, that gets you that hits you every time? Uh, uh, hard question. Uh, <laughs> a lot, a lot of them, almost all of them. I think lately, uh, lately Moana. I mean, Moana is just, uh, yeah. uh I can't control myself emotionally <laughs> during that movie. <laughs> so that of like, yeah. of like the recent years, that one stands above everything in my opinion. Uh, what about the classics, game. though? Uh, you know, my my favorite era, you know, I think probably most people's favorite era is when they were like 8, 9, 10. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. So for me, that's, you know, the 90, early 90s renaissance of like Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Lion sure. King, Aladdin. I mean, that stuff is uh, just the gold standard, you know. Absolutely. No, nothing can ever reach those heights again, you know? I think Princess and the Frog did a really good job trying to do awesome that, though, because that yeah. was the last movie that was animated like that before they went to, like, the, the whole, like, 3D animation, you know? That was that was the last one. And it not only was it the last that. one, but it was, at the time, sort of um, a throwback, because if you remember, like, the four or five movies prior to that were all computer animated yeah. so at the time it, it it was very very exciting to see that beautiful hand-drawn disney animation again i don't and, think it would have been any better if it wasn't that that you know 3d cgi stuff i don't think that movie would have been as good as it was but just no, the 2D, absolutely not the 2d drawing and i had hoped that it was like gonna be the first uh you know that from then on in there would be both but unfortunately that was the last one so you know. I'll say it. Tiana's a very underrated princess. She needs uh-huh. to be out there more. Thank God she's getting a ride. Yeah, finally. <laughs> she it. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, good, it's good that that movie's going to have some presence in the parks because, you know, especially for a park like Disneyland, which has a New Orleans land, you know. Uh-huh. So what's more perfect than that? I'm I, Splash Mountain's one of my favorite rides of all time. I'm really miss it. But I'm super stoked for the new one. I can't wait. Oh yeah, I can't wait for the new. I guess it's gonna be a new, a new movie too in the works. A series, I think. Oh, a series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But yeah. made by the same team. I... <laughs> so Nick, what Disney movie makes you cry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting over here. I'm I'm trying to like 
keep up, but like I'm so out of touch with Disney movies. Uh, I haven't watched one of the newer Disney movies, so I have no idea about like any of them. But well, definitely, if, if I'm going back, I would have to say The Lion King. The oh, Lion yeah. King got me. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. That's a rough one for sure. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of any other ones, but like that's kind of like, like you said, that's my era, like the the mm-hmm. '90s stuff, and uh, I don't know. I, I kind of stopped watching Disney stuff like late '90s, so I'm I'm kind of out of the loop. Well, congratulations on being a well-adjusted adult. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't say the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's, no, that's great. <laughs> I wish I, I I honestly wish that was true. <laughs> well, you know, we've all got our things. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I I'm not I'm not a huge Disney person, believe it or not. So, but uh, you know, no. that doesn't you? take away from how much I I love you know everything you guys are talking about. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Scott? I what? What? You were gonna say something. I was. Yep. <laughs> what was I gonna you say? addressed you. You addressed me as you, so you had something to say. Oh, I say it, Scott. I don't, yeah, say I don't, it. Oh, oh, you, you. Uh, yeah, it's probably we don't like Disney movies, Nick. I gotta say, you're such a happy-go-lucky guy. <laughs> oh, I am. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a fucking rainbow. I'm, I'm you are. Sunshine. You are sunshine you incarnate. Are. So when did your when did your love of Disney uh, I mean first first begin like really get into like you know the theme parks and want to go and like not just Disney but other theme parks as well You know my uh I'm very lucky my parents were people who liked um who always liked to travel and to go to fun places um and even when I was a kid my family didn't have a lot of money so the fun places we went to very often were local places like Coney Island or Adventureland in Long Island or Six Flags Great Adventure. Uh, but a handful of times in my childhood, we went down to Orlando, went to Disney World, uh, went to Universal once, and uh, I fell in love with all of it from a very young age, like... I think I went at just the right age where, like, I believed it all was real for a minute. Sure. And then even when that sort of faded away, I was still fascinated with it. Um, And as I got older and older, and obviously I don't really believe it's real anymore. I don't think I'm really in, like, a pirate ship or whatever. But uh, I grew to sort of appreciate it as an art form. Um Uh, Just find it very soothing and relaxing. And, you know, I'm very grateful my parents uh, exposed me to it when I was a kid. Yeah, I I mean, I haven't been to Disney in years, but I remember, you know, always never having a bad time. That's for sure. And then, like, we we went to, like, you know, like you said, these were expensive. So we went to, like, to, like, the cheaper routes, which was, like, Cedar Point, Ohio. Nice. Or, um... I think that's the only one I can remember because uh, I don't think we've done too many outside of that. There's a lot of good. I, I'm very. Um, I haven't been to a lot of theme parks in the Midwest, but you guys, there's a lot of really good ones from what I understand. 
I'd yeah, love and, to make it up to Cedar Point. Or, yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. I've been in for I haven't been forever. Uh, yeah, I've seen videos of it. It seems pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Some of the roller coasters are a bit sketch, though. I mean, I don't know if I'd go, <laughs> go on them. They're like those you know, old wooden, awesome. those old wooden ones. I don't know if I could do that. Oh, I God, mean, we... this is another reason I like uh, Disneyland and stuff is because the older I get, like uh, a roller coaster has the potential to like destroy my whole day. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you know, really intense roller coasters. You know, I'm 42 years old. I some of them could really fuck me up. So like, I, I I'm much happier in like a little boat floating by some dolls that are singing a song or something. I'm with you. <laughs> I, I, I went to Six Flags and I spent a lot of time on the ground yeah, watching man. other people go on these. I'm like, fuck no. Uh, no, I, I I go on them. I can't help myself. And then I I feel like shit all day. You know, I, so. I don't like things that my feet dangle and I have like a fear of losing my keys and my wallet and my phone. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> You gotta get a fanny pack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do have a Von Erichs one. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm a, a big proponent of the of wearing a fanny pack. It's gotta be, it's gotta be neon. It's gotta be neon green. Oh my god, I have a picture of my dad. This is Disney how I know I'm in my forties. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was a neon green, a neon green fanny pack with a. <laughs> yeah. With a goofy baseball cap with the ears flopped down. Hell yes. <laughs> now yeah. that is the height of fashion. That's dude, that, that shit's coming back. Dude, the nineties are coming <laughs> it back. Never went away. They never went away. Someone said this is a good idea. We gotta keep doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't wear fanny packs in my day-to-day life, but if I'm uh, on vacation. <laughs> Especially somewhere where I'm going to be on roller coasters, you better believe that I'm yeah. going to Do you have the sunglasses that flip up too? <laughs> no, but that's a good idea. I should add that to my repertoire. There you go. Oh so, 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 Chad. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you have kids? I do not have any kids. I have zero responsibilities. <laughs> Another reason. <laughs> Another Perfect. reason I had the time to do something like this. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, hey, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm happy about it. <laughs> yeah, it must uh, be fun to go. It must be fun to go to Disney and laugh at other parents that have kids. Thank you, fools. Yeah, you know, I would never <laughs> want to go to Disney with a kid, but you know, I'm not a monster. I am aware that that's who it is for. <laughs> it's not for my 40 year old ass walking around hey, so, there's you a, there's, you're not the only one man <laughs> no, I, got I, trust some, me, I, I got some friends who are deep into Disney stuff and like they go all the time And no we are legion there are a lot of us out there a lot <laughs> of us the there really is <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to call out uh, Ty- Tyler and Pat on that one. Two friends of mine who go every single year to Disney. Hell yeah, yeah. That's a that's a big commitment. You know, I I would love to go every year. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how the hell they afford it. <laughs> but, I don't know either. 
as far as uh, theme parks go, uh, we had one, a really small, like, small town one. And uh, I think it's actually Six Flags now, but at the time it was called uh, Riverside. And they had this uh, wooden roller coaster called the Thunderbolt. And I ended up getting a concussion on that damn thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it was like really, really unsturdy and like really aggressive, like the turns and shit. And uh, I ended up hitting my head on like the metal, you know, thing that pulls down in front of you because like it jolted forward. Wooden. So, yeah. Was it wooden? Yeah, it was wooden. Yeah. Yeah. That thing that thing was horrifying. Really old wooden coasters are like maybe the scariest thing in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, up yeah. to and including, you know, uh, here in New York, we have the Cyclone, which is uh, very, very, very old. And, uh, you know, I ride it at least once a year, and it beats the living shit out of you. <laughs> and, and that one is like a historical landmark, so it's probably way more well-maintained than a lot of others, you know? Well, Hopefully. One can only, one can only yeah. hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not was, not so sure yeah. the one I rode was uh, well maintained. Yeah, but. it had like hundred year old screws half screwed in. And, oh, know, that thing was terrifying. Nothing scarier than an old wooden coaster, but no. I love them. I love them. Yeah, you would uh, you would love Indiana Beach, uh, Nick. You weren't you when you were gone. We talked about this this little amusement park about eh, forty five minutes south south of me, Indiana Beach. And it is like Disneyland's like inbred cousin, uh, <laughs> twice removed. Um, nice. It is. It is like you can feed carp as an attraction. <laughs> like you can. You can go. That's you can so put a Midwest. Quarter, you can put a, a quarter in a gumball machine and get a handful of cat food and just throw this into a disgusting mouth like a thousand carp. And it's just like it's like the carnival, but like it's. It's just with rides. It's just it was. We took Jimma there, and uh, oh my god, I couldn't believe it. They had like these old like wooden roller coasters. They had this car one. You can. It was on a track where you can steer it, and we're like, oh, Jimma can oh, drive wow. it. And she was whipping my That's ass awesome. around in the back seat. I was getting whipped around. <laughs> like when it, when it when it straightened itself out, it was not smooth. You jerked, and it was like ten minutes of just uh, just. Just, just, I'm about to fill up. I feel I don't want, I want to get off this thing. <laughs> yeah, so man. scary. But thank God places like that exist, you know, because oh, yeah. not everyone, pe people need that kind of place, and not everyone can get to friggin' Orlando or Los Angeles no. or whatever. Yeah. So, it, yeah. Great, pe great people watching there. That's for sure. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, imagine. Yeah. So what is it called on. again? It's called Indiana Beach. I'm gonna have to look it up. And it's yeah, on I got lake. the it's, website open right now. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's, it's, it's on a lake, right? So they have like a pool area, but it's just the lake. So you like you can swim with like dirty band-aids around you and shit. And <laughs> like nice. kids are big pissing in the in the lake and yeah, it was. Uh, it was. I've been there. I went there once, and it was the first time with Gemma and my wife and my my parents. And it's like I don't think there's any, any need to come back. Like we did it. <laughs> like we done did it. Done. Done. Done and done. One and done. We did it. It was fine. You know, you could do it in a couple hours, and I was just like, oh my god. But yeah, 
Gemma had a great time. She just wanted to play all the like they had like like circus, they like carnival games. Like you could pop the balloon, like, oh, like year cool. round. Yeah, year round. So she she had fun. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those places are charming. You know. Oh yeah, they are, when, when you're a little kid, all the skeevy shit you're talking about, like that, you don't see it. You know what I mean? No, no, no. She so, she she loved it. She loved feeding the yeah. carp. That was her favorite. Yeah, you guys spent like ten bucks and quarters for her to feed cart. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me, man. Yeah, I'm like, hey, Jim, I'm gonna, carp. I'm gonna get a beer. You go feed the fish. <laughs> yeah. nice. Meet up in an hour. So let me get back. We're getting off track, but back, back onto Whimsyland. Do you, are there plans for like any live shows or anything? Um, I, I, I. I think nothing has been announced yet, but there, there will be uh, a live show this year. At some point this year, I don't want to say more because I I think it has not been officially announced. But uh, keep an eye out because there's something, and oh, I think that if that's not the only show we ever play, it will be a very rare thing because, as you can imagine, uh, a lot of people were involved in this. And yeah. many of whom are like very geographically distant, sure. so it's not the kind of thing that you could bring people together a lot, unfortunately. So um, there will be something, um, but you know, it might be just once. We'll see. Awesome. I hope I hope I'm able to catch that when it does happen. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I would love it. Yeah, keep your eyes out, and I'll, I'll give you a heads up. Awesome, awesome. Um, so you mentioned so, you made like oh go ahead Nick go ahead. I was gonna say uh, so if you guys did play a live show, who who exactly would be involved with the live show? Uh, well, it's um, you know, there's only one like core band on the record, which is uh, the same four guys: Grath, Grivet, Andy Conway, Mike Yerg. So okay, that that would okay. be the band, and then I guess sort of like. Of the other people, whoever could be rounded up, you know, like whoever's available and sure, willing. Sure. Um, you know, it's a tri- it's a very tricky thing to do live, but yeah, you know, I would we're, imagine we're we're, we're gonna try it and see how it goes. <laughs> now, what about uh, 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 another album in the future? Do you think about doing a Whimsy Land two? Um, I yeah, I I would I would guess that. Uh, there would be more coming because I, I, it's just been like one of the most fun experiences I've ever had, and I really enjoy writing these types of songs. Um, it's also a very, very difficult and uh, long, long process that requires uh, patience and sort of a lot of coordination and like piecing things together bit by bit by bit. Um, so I think there will be more stuff coming down the pike. It's very difficult to say when, but, um, you know, I, I don't see myself stopping being interested in this sort of thing. So honestly, I don't want you to stop in this sort of thing. I'm obsessed. (laughs) I love it so much. It's it's been a while since we had a concept album like this. Like if you think about it, like it's, I haven't been done in in a, a, I can't even, I can't even tell you like the last one I can think of. It's really uh, rare. There's baby fat, you know. Yes, I mean, uh, yes. 
it doesn't happen very often because it's it's really hard. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, like really, yeah, it's it's so great. <laughs> but you know, uh, having a having uh, a couple years where no one was allowed to leave their houses really mm. helped. You know, yeah. and you know, oh yeah, for sure. If 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 we had been in that kind of situation <laughs> even just ten years ago. I don't think it would have been possible then, you know, like it's really incredible that all like, you know, all the instruments and the vocals on Whimsyland were recorded in like about 60 different places by different people with different gear, different wow. microphones, different programs, different everything. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, someone like Luke McNeil who mixed and mastered the record could take all these disparate, you know, that are not recorded professionally. They're all recorded at home and sort of make them all sound not only great, but very consistent, like very much of a piece, you know, mm -hmm. that is really incredible. And I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if that something like that could have been done 10 years ago. I think it would have involved a lot more, going to recording studios <laughs> oh yeah i mean but, you know. yeah for sure yeah especially with like the way you know how people rely on social media nowadays and how easy it is to access that and get in touch yeah. with everybody i wasn't there like 10 years ago yeah like, that's you know, that's how, true too. how advanced it is, is now to just say oh message somebody oh hey i need i need a favor you know let's knock it out real quick and they do it yeah the communication aspect of uh -huh. sending files like you know, yes, gigs and gigs and gigs and gigs of files back and forth. You know, absolutely. It's, uh, it it just uh, it it's it's amazing that it can be done, but it's it's still a, a lot of work. Oh, it is. I know it is. Uh, it's actually wow. uh, that's exactly how my band records because half Remotely. the band is yeah, half the band is in Canada, the other half's in Chicago. Isn't that I'm down incredible? here in Florida. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's, it's so cool. It's so cool that that's how things can work now, and it can sound great. Oh, like, it's, it's, you know, I, I vouch. It, uh, his band, the Jump Scares, sound fucking awesome. They're yeah, like, oh, thank yeah, you. They're horror punk, but um, it's not my thing. But the way that these guys do it, uh, it's 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 great. I, I listen to their single all the time that they put out. And so the band is all over the place. Do you guys play live or anything ever? Uh, well, we just we literally just started. Uh, what was it? I think it was October last year, and oh, we're wow. yeah we're working on an EP right now. And uh, no, I don't I don't think we're ever gonna play live. But yeah, it sounds like uh, it'd be hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Tyler, uh, who is our guitarist, he um, comes down to Florida every year. And the singer is in Florida, and I'm in Florida, so the majority of the band is here. So I don't know; it may happen yeah, one could day. Piece something but... together. Yeah, yeah. You never know. What a world, but, right? It's like amazing. Uh, it's amazing what can be done nowadays, and you know, absolutely. And like all these, like, you, we could sit in our homes and like use like you know twenty dollar microphones from Best Buy, and. uh Garage band and make something that sounds better than my brain hurts or whatever. You <laughs> Absolutely. Know, you know, sound sound yeah. quality wise. I mean, right. You know, yeah, it's incredible. Like, like it's really amazing. You know. Uh, yeah, home home recording has come a very very long way. Yeah, it's uh, 
it's amazing what can be done. And I'm very grateful. Something like what I did could not exist without it. So, you know, it's awesome. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Well, so you mentioned that Splash Mountain was one of your favorite rides. What are your other favorite rides at uh, Disney or other amusement parks? Hard question. I mean, um, the, the ones I grew up with, like everything else, those tend to be the ones that stick with me. I mean, my real answer is like, going to be disappointing and boring because it would be like um, at Epcot. Like all the boring educational rides at Epcot (laughs) where like you go through a greenhouse for 45 minutes and learn how plants are grown or like you learn about the history of electricity or like that is the stuff when I think about my childhood experiences at theme parks that's what like really comes to mind and most of that stuff is gone now unfortunately um, yeah but you know I, I think those those types of like classic corny disney rides that are trying to like educate you but also have like a million robots dancing around you know those <laughs> those types of my favorite um Okay. But then more modern things like uh, Rise of the Resistance is like mind blowing. And I think it's the future of what rides could be. And uh, the Hagrid motorbike ride at Universal is uh, insane. So, I mean, you know, sort of the old corny things that I love are sort of going away. Yeah. uh, Like some pretty amazing things are, are coming up in their place, you know. And, have, uh, have you uh, have you ever rode that? Uh, I think it's is it Mission Space or whatever. Oh yeah, uh, I love that. that oh, that's my, my favorite ride. It makes no ride. It's amazing, but no ride has ever made me sicker than that ride made me. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, I was like destroyed all day when I rode that ride. And so oh, the man. most recent time I went, I remembered that and I said, "All right, there's like a baby version." Um, okay. You know, that's supposedly less intense. So I said, let me try that because I'm 40 years old. Who am I trying to be a big man in front of? You know, <laughs> like, I don't need to go on the intense one. So I went on the baby one and it sucks. Like the baby oh, really? one, they change. It's not just the intensity, they change the story and everything. You don't oh, go to sucks. space, you orbit the earth. Oh, wow. It's really disappointing. So, yeah, that sounds know, disappointing. Next time I'm there, I'll 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 be a big man again and do the intense version. And if I'm sick, I'm sick. What are you gonna do? There you go. <laughs> I didn't get sick, but I went through the uh, you know, there's like stages of warnings. I went through that process <laughs> like five times before I finally did it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I that, loved it though. It was great. It's a wonderful ride. It's very intense. Very intense yeah, for me. For sure. Like have most you been of the simulator it, stuff is what messes me I up. don't know if I have or not. I You'll have to YouTube it. It's 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 one of my favorite rides. I I've only ridden it once, but it's left such an impression on me that if I ever go back, I will do it again. And you should try the new Millennium Falcon ride, which is kind of very similar. Um, except you're in the Millennium Falcon. 
Nice. And it's sort of like a, a more updated, modern version of that, and it doesn't yes. make you as sick. I just, I really want to go to Disney and go to freaking Galaxy's Edge so bad. I haven't been since it opened, <laughs> and I see all my friends are like, yeah, dude, Galaxy's Edge. I'm like, yeah, I, one day. Well, I wish I could tell you it's not that good, but it's uh, it's really good. It's I, I don't, really I don't want I don't want to hear. I wouldn't want to hear anything <laughs> negative about it. Don't no, hear me. Amazing. I, I want to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's in our it's in our wheelhouse of things to do with my daughter. Um, that's like my parents' bucket list is to take us uh, and them and her to, to to Disney when she's older. Because um, I don't fuck. I want to take her now. That's <laughs> she's she's an asshole. But, How um, old is she? She's three and a half. And oh yeah, wait a couple and, years. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm still in diapers, mind you. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like not gonna happen. Um, yeah. But maybe when she's like six or seven. Yeah. And now, like, if she goes now, she won't even remember it. She won't understand it. She, you know? she would. Well, yeah. She has a pretty decent memory. I'm just afraid that like she would just fuss the whole time and not enjoy like what she's seen and you know and then like. But that doesn't, sound, that doesn't sound fun on my end either. Yeah, I yeah, I would wait till like that. five, six. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the ideal first visit age. Yeah. I, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah so when's so, the when's uh when's the last time you've been to Disney? Oh, um, I went to last time I was in Florida was uh very early twenty twenty January. Um, oh, okay. So not that long ago. And I went to uh, California uh, last year because nice. that that was a trip I planned at the beginning of COVID that had to get canceled. So I finally got to do it, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. So I've been to both Galaxy's Edges. Nice. I'm happy so, to say. So how how does uh, how does California compare to Florida as far as the parks go? Uh. Difficult question. I think, you know, in Florida, there's four theme parks. And, yeah. like, you know, Disney World is, I think, like twice the size of Manhattan or something. It's enormous property. Oh, it's um, huge. With like a million things to do. Disneyland is two parks right next to each other. You know, there's not as much to do. At Disney World overall, it'd be hard to deny it's much, much, much better. But, yeah. If I was going to answer your question a different way, if we did a one of the Magic Kingdom in Florida with Disneyland in California, uh, California all the way. Like that place wow. for a guy like me, you know, it's much smaller. It's uh, much more compact. But like for a guy like me, it's like, uh, you know, uh, going on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land, you know, like. You nice. just you feel like the history of the place so strongly, and yeah. uh, you know that's a place that was like handcrafted by Walt Disney himself in a time where nothing like it existed before. Like he created sure. that whole concept from the ground up, and you really feel it when you're there. And it's a beautiful place that anyone who's even a little bit into this kind of stuff needs to visit. And I, I, I agree with Chad. And, uh, you can do Disneyland in like a couple hours. You need like a whole week for Disney World. So, yeah. Disneyland's got my vote. <laughs> I think an exaggeration <laughs> on both ends, but, uh, <coughs> but yeah, yeah. 
I would say like two, two to three days max on Disneyland, maybe. Yeah. We need at least five to six at Disney World, especially. Uh, yeah, all I agree cars. with that. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I would rather do the one that does that has less things and then get done. <laughs> and it's all right next, all right next to each other. Exactly, Dunzo. <laughs> yeah, but I would be happy going to either. Whatever one has Star Wars, <laughs> I don't care, which is both. So I bring it on. Man. Yeah, yeah. But I also want to check out uh, the Avatar thing too at Disney World. They have it's awesome. I mean, I yeah. Avatar. I hate Avatar. It's like one of my least favorite movies of all time. But uh, the the Avatar: The Land is uh, amazing. Amazing. It's awesome. Yeah, I've only seen photos of people having fun there. Never been myself. It's well, gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's gonna a couple happen. years, get down there. Who knows what'll be there by then? Yeah. <laughs> hey, so off topic of uh, the uh, theme parks for a minute. How how did you get into the whole pop punk thing? Um, you know, I think like most people around my age it was dookie you know, okay yeah like du- dookie came out and uh and that was it like my life was ruined from that moment on i'd never look back you know before that i think also like a lot of people i was uh dabbling in grunge you know sure. i was into that kind of stuff and then i just never looked back i followed like thank you list to thank you list to thank you list to discover new bands you know, sure, sure. And uh, from Green Day to Lookout to Maximum Rock and Roll to everything else. Nice. You know, and uh, it's been it, ne- never deviated from it in all these years. <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty, uh, pretty I think common that's probably story. most people's story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in our age group. So do you For listen sure. to a lot of, like the newer stuff that's out now, or are you kind of just like kind of far behind on what's out, or like what do you, yeah, what do you even I, listen to lately? I'm trying to catch up. I kind of, uh, you know, I I kind of got old and uh, fell out of the loop a little bit, but I'm you know I'm trying to catch up. I'm I really like uh, lately. I've been listening to a lot of the House Ghost records. I think those oh yeah, are they're really great. awesome records and. I really Definitely. like that Avum record, you know, like oh my bird boys. Yeah, you could probably tell like any <laughs> any band who's like that who sticks to a bit to that degree, but also like they're not they're not silly, you know, like their songs have something to say. I think that's oh, gotta yeah. be uh, part of the bit too for I, it to really it, really work. Chad, that's just not a bit, dude. They love fucking birds. That's who they are. That's not a bit. That's, oh, I believe it. I believe it. I, I don't mean to use the word bit to write. No, I know, what, no, I mean. I know like, what you mean. No. As you can guess, I'm into like thematic shit. And, oh, uh, sure. Yeah, I really love that record. Well, and, do, uh, so do you, do you like the Jasons? I haven't listened to a lot of the Jason, so okay, I, I okay. can't really say. Well, no, be like theme stuff. I, I like Jason Voorhees, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. so I, you know, 
Yeah, um, Avum's one of those bands. I was like, you know what? I never gave a shit about birds until I listened to this album. No, like I'm curious about. Birds, I know, right? right? I learned. <laughs> I learned shit up. I, like the first time I listened to that record, I was like pausing it every ten minutes to go like yeah. Google and like learn more about birds. I'm like, do red winged blackbirds really have red wings? And that's why they're called red winged blackbirds. Yeah. <laughs> Are blue jays really the bluest fucking bird? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> no, but. That song about the bird who fell in love with the statue and uh, oh like, yeah, uh, Nigel, yeah, Nigel, yeah, Nigel, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, I I really like bands uh, who've got a thing, so uh-huh. I, yeah, I really gravitate towards them. And you know, I I I my friends' music, like I really love Mikey Erg's new album. I really oh. love the Copyrights album that came out last oh, year. Oh God, it's so oh good. yeah. So, I was lucky enough to see both of those dudes in Chicago um, that's a couple awesome. months ago. Yeah, Mikey Earth oh, yeah, played yeah, yeah. drums for the copyrights that yep. night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, and then they're coming. I think they're coming to California for a set too. Yep, with Mike, I, Mikey Earth, the copyrights are touring together. It's awesome. Yeah, These so those guys are still at person. it. Like, yeah, you know, uh, it's it's great to see the people I have been involved in music with for my whole life sort of doing things still because yeah. it's yeah. Hard, it gets harder and harder as you guys know as you get older and have more responsibilities you have jobs and some, yeah. in some cases children and families and you know i'm, I'm glad everyone's still at it to, from yeah. you know to, to one degree or another it's uh, it's definitely hasn't slowed down i think it's only like picked up in the past couple years and like getting stronger <laughs> and People are releasing a lot more music now. Uh, it's 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 incredible. Well, yeah, and like we were saying before, I think a lot of my friends who like I was really involved in it with, um, are not necessarily in uh, full time like bands anymore who mm-hmm. tour, etc. But right, sure. uh, everyone, because we can all just sit in our fucking living rooms and make songs <laughs> like on the computer, <laughs> like everyone is still doing it in one way or another. And it's really great to hear like Chris Griffith just put out a fucking synth wave album. I want to hear, I want to listen to that. Yeah. I want to hear that. Griffith head. And you know, there's people like Lucas from Charlie Brown gets a Valentine and dead mechanical, like puts out EPs all the time that he records at home and they're incredible. So, you know, I, I appreciate that. Uh, even if you get to a point in your life where you can't be like playing in a bar in front of six people anymore, you still find a way. I think mm-hmm. that's uh, amazing. Absolutely. Definitely. And in some weird way, the, the, uh, the whole pandemic thing really helps, you know, with a lot of that, like a uh-huh. lot of people coming together and making new music and stuff. So I feel like, uh, you know, it, it, it it's hard I, it feels callous to say I feel nostalgic for that those times since it was a horrible, tragic time where thousands died. But like, uh, you know, I, I feel like there was an intense explosion of creativity. Absolutely. You know, there like was from every direction. It was like really, really exciting. And it seems to be continuing. So hopefully, you know, yeah, hopefully. now that we're all back to work, that doesn't stop it. Yeah, hopefully not. Yeah. Well, I think 
this has been an amazing night. Thank you so much for hanging out with us again and and yeah, giving us your guys, time once again. Awesome. Uh, I want to end with uh, just just a couple couple quick little Disney questions, and then um, <laughs> Eddie, yeah, I would I would love to play a track off your album. Um, if sure. You like, um, what's what is your what is your? I know they're all your babies, but what is your favorite <laughs> song? Well, I, we want to we want to play Chad's favorite song off of Land for the end of the episode tonight. All right. Well. Uh... I guess do Volcano Valley. That's a great one. Not Perfect. my personal favorite, but it's a great song. What's your personal favorite? The Princess Hatchery, of course. I fucking love anything <laughs> about that song. I, I, it's a I beautiful take it fucking song. It's a beautiful song. I, I, uh, you I, know what? It's... Fuck Volcano Valley Valley. It sucks. Play that one. Play that one. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Okay. So we're going to do like a, li- a little a little Chad's list here of things at Disney. Um, okay. What are the foods you must have at Disney? Either it's land or world. What are the must must try foods when you go there that you need to do, or you otherwise you miss out, or need uh, to eat? I should say. Well, I, um, the first thing I'll say is that uh, a new addition to that list is the breakfast Ronto wrap at Galaxy's Edge. I think that's what it's called. It's you know, uh, it's like sort of like a sausage. Uh, breakfast sandwich it's a ama- fucking amazing amazing uh besides that what i what i'm looking for when i eat at one of these places is uh a weird cool place to hang out rather than great food so uh i would say sci-fi dine-in theater um i would say the 50s primetime cafe is amazing the skipper canteen in adventureland um, just places that are like fun. Uh, that's what I remember, like the vibes more than the actual food. Although, of course, you need to get a Dole Whip in Adventureland. Of course, yeah. That that diner, that sci-fi restaurant, I've been around for forever, haven't they? I think I remember going yeah. to both of those. When I, was, I think that when I was that, young. that that that's been there since that park's been there, Hollywood Studios. I think that's wow. been there since the very beginning. I remember, it's, I remember it's one of my favorites. Yeah. I remember that fifties diner because my mom got bitched at for not finishing her green beans. Uh-huh. And they like and they like got pissed at her. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, I'm full. <laughs> nope. Like, whatever. They won't give you dessert. Yeah, you're weak. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's bizarre, man. It's quite the experience. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm looking for, like a fun experience. Cause food uh-huh. is food is food. <laughs> you know. <laughs> True. Well, and that's who's after you. <laughs> <laughs> and what are what are what are your must things to do at Disney just in general? Like either if it's you know booking a reservation somewhere or something you, you don't want to miss out on. Like what is what is something that you like a must to do on Chad's list at Disney? Well, the unfortunate thing is it's hard to answer that question nowadays without being a bit of an asshole because the parks let's face it are not affordable for like no like most people most families <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. not the way it should be it's uh it's really a shame because the advice i would give if that weren't the case is like you have to stay on property in one of the disney hotels um because they're incredible and they sort of 
create a situation where like the magical atmosphere can transition from like your exciting, like busy day into like your relaxing, chill evenings, like hanging out by the pool, having some drinks at the end of the night. But, you know, I feel like a dick saying that that is an important part of it because it's, it's just not affordable for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. I would say that, you know, just make sure you leave yourself enough time to chill, to find places to chill and sort of take it easy and relax and have fun and not be in a big rush and have a super busy itinerary all the time. I awesome. get that. Yeah, I like that. That's a, that's a good one to make sure you have plenty of time and time to breaks in between. Yeah, all my favorite memories, as much as I love uh, going on rides, none of my favorite memories in these places involve rides. They all involve, like, sitting at a table, like, having a cocktail with my friends, looking at, like, pretty scenery and shit. So, you know, make sure those moments are a part of your trip. That's really nice. Man, that was a sweet answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I like that. A hundred points to you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <clears throat> yeah. That was really nice. Nick, do you have anything you want to add or anything before? Uh, we... Well, we've been talking about Disney the whole time, and you know how I feel about them right now. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chad, Nick, Nick, uh, Nick got fucked over by Disney. Yeah, unfortunately, I was I was working uh, doing housekeeping, and uh, uh-huh. I got hurt. I got hurt uh, on the job one day, and they covered the surgery and everything. But you know, once I was cleared by the doctor to go back, they kind of said they weren't going to put me back in housekeeping, so they just kind of tossed me in a waiting list for a different position, and I haven't heard anything since. So. At at the Disney parks. Yeah, yeah, at uh, Dis- Disney World. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I really hope things get better in that front. Um, You know, they laid off so many fucking people during the pandemic. So needlessly. Like, so goddamn needlessly. You know, if uh, nobody works harder than these people and for less money. And they know it. They know it. They know these people. There's a lot of people who like me you know, who want to work there because they're fucking dorks and they love it. Yeah. And they they allow themselves to be treated like shit financially and otherwise for to, to be having that experience and it's uh, disgraceful and hopefully that gets better. I'm really sorry mm-hmm. that happened to you. Oh, it's it's all right. I mean, I'm I'm dealing with it, but uh, it's I'm I'm kind of bitter when Disney gets brought up around me. So oh, totally understandable. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like uh, I know I'm like a a gurgling baby about these kind of things, <laughs> ranting and raving. But you know, I understand the reality of the situation is uh, mm. often grim. Sadly, but hey, let's let's not end on a on a negative note. <laughs> No, my uncle actually uh, worked at Disney when, when he was in college uh, in the summer. Um, you remember that ride, the great movie ride they had? That, oh, uh, oh, do I? <laughs> he was he was one of the uh, one of the tour guides on the cart. No, and was one, he a cowboy who or a gangster? 
the gangster. Like, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. He would, he would <laughs> sit in the car and guide you through each movie. And then he did the scene with the guy. We have, I was too young. I wasn't born yet, but we have video of him doing it. Oh, that's that so cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. And now, uh, now he's, uh, a co-anchor for the news in, in uh, Denver. So he's come yeah, a long I, way since then. <laughs> nice. I mean, you can't do a job like that unless you're like a passionate person, you know? Yeah. And yeah. and they got to start treating them. That's how, what I, they're worth. I'm so sad that I got taken down. That was a fun one. It is yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, heartbreaking. That, was, that one, I think would still like, do well today. Yeah, they could have just updated. I mean, I've heard the ride that replaced it is incredible, the Mickey Mouse ride. But oh um, yeah, yeah. But you know, you guys have a you're twice the size of Manhattan. Build yeah. both. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it's crazy. For sure. Yeah. Man, I'm so glad this worked out finally. Yeah, Dude, man. It's, I've been wanting to get this done and get this going, and just I felt so bad last week when it didn't work out, and I realized how much <laughs> I, I don't know about editing and recording. Like I, like Nick, Nick is a saint for knowing all that and doing doing all of it. And uh, yeah, I'm just so glad you gave us another chance because this has just been a fucking oh, bad. anytime, anytime. This is just yeah, be it's bad. been awesome. I can't. And to be honest, awesome. to be honest with you, I would, I would absolutely love to hear the episode of just him responding to your question. <laughs> what, dude, there's no question. Entertaining. It's, I can find it for you. I can see. <laughs> I got to figure out how to get it downloaded first. It might take me a week just to figure out how to do that. <laughs> no, just uh, just ask dirty questions and make me respond yeah. to them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe Make I'll edit it. Sound crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll edit it for uh, private amusement for you <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so no, it's just me. You 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 are the one who didn't get recorded, right? Right, you got recorded. So got what you recorded. hear? What you hear is silence. <laughs> then your voice, and then be ranting about, and then going, and then going on about, and then yeah. going on about things, and then more <laughs> more silence. And then more talking from you, and exactly what it is for like an hour. For an hour, fifty-two minutes. This this happened, oh, and I, I, I didn't realize it until fifty-two minutes after we recorded that. Oh, I completely botched this episode. Well, that oh, happened. I you felt so happened. bad when when you when you messaged us. What's it going up? I was like, really, what do I tell him? <laughs> do I say I lost it? Or do I be honest? She goes, always be honest. I'm like, okay, I'll try. Yeah, man, it's no big deal. I'm happy to do it again. I'm glad you did, and I'm glad Nick was here with us too. I, I it's awesome. Yeah, I thoroughly yeah, enjoyed it. It worked out. Yeah, well, thank you, Chad, so much. You are the fucking man. We can't wait to hear <laughs> more. Thank you guys so much we, for having me. We hope Absolutely. that we get to hear you guys live one day. Um, you know, everyone, go pick up a copy of Whimsyland or just listen to it and support them. It's an incredible concept album, and I love it to death. It's it's, it's beautiful. It's so much fun. It's educational because, you know, you know, you George Washington died. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, you do spo- learn a little bit about George Washington. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but, guys, uh, uh, go to whimsyland.bandcamp.com awesome. uh, yes, uh, or uh, the Cat, uh Records Bandcamp page, and uh, uh, it's available there in various formats. So, Well, yeah. Chad... 
I hope Perfect. you and Nick both feel better. Thank you so much for your time. I'm so glad we knocked this out. I'm so glad you're Yeah, everybody. man. Thank you. I'm so it was so much fun. And you guys both have a great rest of your night and a great week. And we will you definitely stay you. in touch. All right, awesome. And I'll talk with, to you guys soon. Yep. And we're gonna end with Princess Hatchery by Fucking Whimsy Land. It's an amazing song. Best song. Best song. You heard it from the man himself. <laughs> Walt Disney. Chad Whimsyland said it himself. Best song. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a great week. Perfect. Thank you so much again. Awesome. Thanks, you guys. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Right, have a good night. Beneath the palace in a lagoon, a bright crystal egg will be hatching soon. The queen and the king and their underlings are counting the seconds. Oh, beautiful princess, so sweet, graceful swan, welcome to the world. Save all our lives, your destiny begins.